If you wish to see your deepest desires appear before your very eyes, including those that have eluded you forever, you must only do one thing. Leave the dead facts alone. Welcome to the Manifestation Matters podcast, dedicated to exploring the divine creative power that lives inside us all, and how you can use the spiritual science of manifestation to create the life of health, happiness, love, and abundance you deserve. I'm your host, Eric Wall Robinstein, and I'm glad you're here. If you're anything like me, you've been taught to put a lot of value on facts. Because let's face it, Facts are facts. They're objective truth. They're real. And reality, well, that's what's really important, right? Get your head out of the clouds and face the facts and all of that. And I'll admit, as pragmatic as this advice may sound, it turns out to be some of the worst advice you could ever follow at least if you're interested in leveraging the law of assumption and manifesting your dreams. Why that is true and what you should do instead is what this episode is all about. Because this week on Manifestation Matters, we'll be talking about how so many of us have been taught to make a fatal mistake, one that can keep us blocked from our heart's desire for eternity. And that mistake is this. Struggling to change our reality while ignoring the underlying cause of that reality. It's like trying to cure a headache while ignoring the brain tumor or trying to improve air quality while ignoring cars and factories. And of course, it doesn't work. Because if you want to change something, you have to address the cause of that thing that you want to change. And getting crystal clear on how to do that with reality and everything in your life is what this episode is going to be all about. As usual, we'll end the episode with a customized manifestation exercise that I've created for you so you can put what you've learned to work. This week is going to be a customized meditation, and you're not going to want to miss it. I'll tell you how you can get yours free over on my Patreon page at the end of the episode. So we're clear. When we say facts, we're talking about our three-dimensional experience, what most people would call reality. And that's where the problem comes in. You see, when we refer to our hardened external experience as reality, it implies that that which has not yet hardened into facts, such as our thoughts and visualizations and our imagination, it implies that these are not real. And the fact is that imagination and all that includes is very much real. It exists just as much as the shoes on your feet or the money in your bank account. 
It's just that this more ethereal realm, the realm of imagination that is made up of thoughts and memory and dreams and even fears, this is a realm of reality that has not yet condensed into a form that can be perceived by the senses. To put it another way, it's not less real than three-dimensional reality. It's just in a different stage of manifestation than three-dimensional reality. You see, here's the thing that you need to realize. The hardened facts of your current reality, these are merely the calcified remains of your past thoughts, of your imagination. Your experience as it is now is an echo of the past and is little more than a collection of dead facts that are on their way out. While on the other hand, what is right now being hosted in your imagination, including any thoughts and images and resultant feelings that you're having right now, this is the causative blueprint of what's to come. It's literally the cause of your future. And whether those thoughts and feelings are good or bad, right or wrong, make no mistake about it, they are the creators of what's on the way in. So even though the hardened facts of this moment are more solid than imagination, they are no more real. And most critically, these hardened facts are in no way more important. In fact, as a mere echo of the past, we could say that the facts of this moment, whether we call that reality or the truth or simply the facts, is of little consequence at all. In many ways, imagination is the Rodney Dangerfield of reality. It gets no respect. Because even though it is inarguably the most powerful, the most creative, and the most important faculty we have, the actual creator of your life experience, even with all of that, we've been taught to dismiss it as the playground of children as if somehow our imaginary experience doesn't really count. I was just imagining things, we say, as if that doesn't matter. But the fact is that this tendency to dismiss the importance of imagination comes with some very unsavory consequences. You see, when we dismiss imagination as somehow, I don't know, less than, our three-dimensional experience, it causes us to unconsciously put our effort into managing our three-dimensional experience while ignoring the cause of that three-dimensional experience, which lives in imagination. And because of this, we find ourselves right back in that unwinnable battle. Remember, this moment and every moment, is nothing but a byproduct of your imaginal activity. It is literally a shadow of the thoughts and feelings that came before. 
And I can tell you this is about as perfect a metaphor as we can make. I mean, imagine yourself on a beach on a hot summer's day. There you are with your friends sitting comfortably under a giant beach umbrella. After a while, as the sun tracks across the sky and the shade from the umbrella moves, it leaves you and your friends again sizzling under the scorching sun. So what do you do? Do you try to move the umbrella's shadow? Or do you try to move the umbrella? And of course, the answer is you move the umbrella because you know the position of the umbrella is the cause of the shadow. And the shadow itself is the mere effect. The shadow is a dead fact. And in this case, it's intuitively clear. You must leave this dead fact alone and address the underlying cause of the fact, the cause of the shadow, the umbrella. Even so, the sad truth is that for many of us, we have become so obsessed with our three-dimensional world of effect that we've all but forgotten about the realm of cause, where our real power lies, which of course is why we struggle unnecessarily. There's a saying in the world of barbecue. And when I say barbecue, I'm not talking about your weekend backyard grilling. I'm talking about authentic, low and slow barbecuing, where you cook at smoky low temperatures for hours and hours, six, eight, even 12 or more, depending upon what you're cooking. It's this low heat applied to the meat over a long period of time that creates the that creates the delicious magic that real barbecue is. So what is this barbecue saying? It's this. If you're looking, you're not cooking. You see, because real barbecue takes so long, and we live in an instant gratification culture, there's this really strong tendency to want to Keep on checking on whatever you're cooking. But here's the thing with that. To check on what you're cooking, you've got to open the barbecue. But when you open the barbecue, you let out all the heat. And when you let out all the heat, you've stopped the cooking in its tracks. When you're looking, you're not cooking. And as it turns out, the art of manifestation is a lot like barbecue. It's understandable, this impatience. I mean, you're going to all of this work to cook a delicious meal for friends and family. It only makes sense that you're excited and interested in the progress you're making. You want to see the effect of your efforts. But even so, every time you lift that lid, you're sabotaging the cause of the effect that you so desperately desire. 
And therefore, you're keeping yourself mired in the same reality, walled off from the effect that you want. And so it goes, not only with manifesting a barbecue brisket, but with manifesting financial abundance, or the perfect partner, or radiant health, or a million other things. And of course, here too, we are understandably impatient, even anxious for results, to see the effect of our actions. Because, let's face it, many of us have struggled our entire lives to realize certain dreams and aspirations, many having been dashed again and again and again. And it goes without saying, these dreams and aspirations are a damn sight more important than some backyard barbecue. And so, yes, it's natural, even expected, that we'd want to peak and see the effect of our manifestation efforts. Only when it comes to manifestation, this peaking isn't about looking for the effect inside of some steel barbecue. It's about looking for the effect in our three-dimensional experience. And just in case it's not clear by now, if you're looking, you're not cooking. Or we could also say, the more you look, the less you'll see. And this is true whether you're cooking an eight-pound brisket in your backyard barbecue or a cool $8 million in your imagination. So how do we rise above our addiction to the hardened facts of our three-dimensional experience? To resist the temptation to derail our manifestation with our obsessive looking for the effect of our efforts. Well, the good news is you've just taken the first step. And that's to awaken to the very real and significant consequences of looking. To see clearly how your involvement with what is with so-called reality is a dangerous habit that can consistently keep what you want just out of reach. And then our work becomes to abandon the realm of effect and to return to the realm of cause, the realm of imagination, and to persist in your assumption that your desire has already come to be. Because as it is said, an assumption, though false, if persisted in, will harden into fact. But the key is in the persistence, though not in persistence in desiring what you want, but rather in the persistence in assuming that what you want is your present reality, despite what your senses tell you, despite what the dead facts suggest. Persist in your assumption in imagination, until the cause can create its natural effect. And so the invitation becomes this. Refuse to allow the so-called facts of your current experience 
to feed imagination with the empty calories of the past, polluting the cause with what was and dooming you to more of the same. And instead, to take the advice of scripture, to be absent from the body and present with the Lord, or more precisely, to be absent from the physical facts of this moment and to be present with the divine creative power alive within you, your imagination. And then to simply relax into a knowing that when thou shalt decree a thing, it shall be established unto thee. But only if you leave the dead facts alone. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you've come away with a new appreciation for the importance of refusing to allow those dead facts of the moment to distract you from pursuing your heart's desire. Thanks so very much for taking the time to listen. And as always, the grandest of thank yous to all of my patrons whose donations allow me to bring this podcast to you. As usual, I'm including with this episode a manifestation exercise to empower you to remain undeterred by what your senses may be telling you. It's a custom meditation based upon yoga's practice of pratyahara, or the withdrawal of the senses. And I think you're going to love it. You can get it free on my Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash manifestation matters. And yes, I'll put a direct link in the show notes. And lastly, anything you could do to help spread the word about the podcast would be super, super appreciated. Share it with your friends, post an honest review, or even give it a thumbs up if you happen to be listening over on YouTube. It all helps to spread these powerful teachings and make the world a kinder and happier place. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next one.